Welcome to Dungeons and Deagles presents Homeward Journey. They are bound for home. And by they, I mean all of the cute animals. The sky is blue. A Pontiac Aztec rolls through the sparsely populated forest surrounding Bullcut Mountain, moving slowly and surely over the dirt road that takes you deeper and deeper into the heart of the wilds. You all, all the players present today, have been riding along all day with your owners, the Montana family. The Montanas are your average all-American family, although canonically this does not take place in America. It takes place in a fictional area surrounding Bullcut Mountain. I don't want to elaborate on that too much, so I'm hoping I don't get too many questions about that at this time. The patriarch of the family is driving with his firm, hairy hand on the wheel. He is smoking his iconic cigar and listening to Sweet Home Alabama on the radio and humming along. Although canonically this is in America, you know from the song that there is at least an Alabama. Again, I don't want to get into it too much at this time. This man, the patriarch of the family you all belong to, his name is Jim Rayner Montana. All right. And every single time a car passes by his Pontiac Aztec, he points his six-shooter at it. To his right is the matriarch of the family, Pontiac Montana. She's a no-nonsense type of businesswoman who is one of the finest fashion designers in the world. She's got a Bridget Nielsen-type haircut from the 90s, and she has a lot of powerful enemies in fashion because she was the first fashion designer who decided not to test her new clothes on animals, which put a lot of animals out of work. Staring longingly at her from the back seat is their son, Brucey Boy. Brucey Boy looks like the typical child that would get put on TV in the 1950s. He's got buck teeth, red hair, and freckles. He is wearing a propeller cap. His cargo pockets are constantly filled with toads, little bits of string, cool rocks that he found, beach glass, mushrooms, used needles, bugs, scat, yo-yos, bottle rockets, slingshots, and scraps of pornography magazines. What Brucey Boy wants more than anything in the world is to play catch with his mother, Pontiac, despite that she has never thrown a baseball in her life. That's what she wants more than anything. He has never played catch with his father, Jim Rayner, Montana, even though he was actually a professional baseball player for many years. But the heart wants what it wants. As the Pontiac Aztec comes to stop in front of a beautiful, idyllic forest cabin, the door swings open and all of the family pets come tumbling out. Joel, you are the first pet to emerge. Do you want to describe to the listeners who you are and what you look like? Yeah, so tumbling out of the, the car, you said? The Pontiac Aztec uh, is a rat. Um, he's gray. Um, he's got uh, a chain around his neck, like a cool chain with like a dollar bill sign. It's gold. Um, he has stunna shades on, and he has his iconic backwards hat on. Um, and he's rolling out, and he's uh, he he's always a little bit hungover, and always kind of smells a little bit like cigarettes because he's just a cool rat, and that's what cool people do. Uh, and his name is Slimy. Slimy the rat. 
And as Slimy the Rat gets out of the car and he sees all these beautiful woods around him, what does he do? He's going to say, not bad, pretty good ride. <laughs> uh, he's just going to sort of just like brush it off and just start walking towards the woods. Cool. He takes things as he sees them, you know? I know exactly. And coming out of the car next will be Nick. Why don't you describe what we see? So what you see coming out of the car here is a, a chimp named Zoot, and he's wearing a fez and a little red vest, and he's got a monocle on his eye. And that's because he is a genius among his kind. And uh, he was originally raised by Elon Musk until uh, Grimes came along and kind of ruined that domestic bliss. And uh, yeah, that's Zoot in a nutshell. What kind? What's like? A, what kind of a, a? He's just a good old-fashioned chimpanzee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got a goatee, which you can't really tell because chimps have all kinds of fur around their faces anyway. But among well, his usually people, that's the one. That's usually the one spot where I'd say chimps don't have hair. Hey, he's got a, he's got a nice region. little goatee there. Yeah, and uh, he he carries himself with a dignity unbecoming of other chimps. Like you might think they're kind of stupid and throw a poo around, but not him. He's a genius. He loves Zack How's Snyder his movies. Uh, he, he walks upright, but he's still sort of got a loping gait. Um, but don't tell him that because he'll take it personal. And the next person... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. And as you kind of look around you and you see these beautiful woods around you, you see this beautiful cabin, what's your kind of move, Zoot? He immediately pulls out a cigarette and starts dragging on it really hard. <laughs> uh, I did not can, expect can, the intellectual ape to smoke a cigarette. The chimps love cigarettes. Can Slimy come? Hey, can I get one of those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll bum, he'll bum him one, but sort of look down his uh, chimp nose at him with disdain. Slimy takes it and just eats the cigarette. Pretty good. It's a pretty good rat there. All right, next out of the car, Andrew. <clears throat> well, not like as uh, not tumbling out like Slimy or Zoot, but kind of just landing on his four paws is a beagle wearing a dress shirt and a tie. His name is Memo because he's a business dog. And looking around at the surroundings, at the woods and stuff, he looks down at his Blackberry that was just on the ground in front of him because he can't hold it like a human could. So it's just like a prop that's just there. He says, I'm going to be late for the meeting. <laughs> what meeting? He has a meeting. Wait, where? For the merger. For the, <laughs> oh, okay. He, oh, he you should have said that. Naturally. Well, he, I said he's a business doc, all right? So he's a, he's a manager, you know, one of the upper managers of a dog food company. Makes sense. Okay. And he's merging with another dog food company? Well, with a cat food company, so they can sell cat and dog food. Yeah, according to the market. And as Memo comes out and he's poking around his Blackberry, he sees Zoot and Slimy, or Zoot eating, or uh, Slimy eating Zoot's cigarette. What does he do? What's his first move as he kind of gets out of there? <clears throat> well, he fires off a couple emails and he meets up with them. All right, and the last out of the family car. Such a lazy thing. Charles, tell us what we see. Well, you see a little button nose and some boots and a vest, but not like an actual boots and vest, but like a cat when it has different colored fur. 
right there to look like a boot and a vest and some whiskers and some little ears and um, some fluffy fur and a little tail of French Fry the Cat. And that's what he looks and, uh, like. When everyone else was talking about their like vests and stuff, you guys were talking about real actual vests, right? Absolutely. Whereas, like French fry, yeah. When he says like his boots or his mittens or his socks, that's just your fur color, that's correct? Just French the fur fry color. That's the white fur. Otherwise, and, you got a nice uh, tabby pattern going on. And, and as you come out of the car and you see the family start getting out, and Jim Rayner Montana starts grabbing luggage and dragging it to the cabin, and Pontiac Montana starts dragging luggage to the cabin, what what are you up to, French fry? Well, I guess I'm just looking at Slimy eating the cigarette, and I'm like, I didn't know they made uh, nicotine edibles. That's what I say. <laughs> Slimy's going to say... Is that Slimy's what wisecrack? Gonna... Yeah, that was his wisecrack. Okay. Slimy's going to look at him, and he's going to say, hey, anything's edible when you're slimy. And then he's going to do the thing where you do the peace sign, but you put it over your mouth, and then you stick your tongue through the peace sign, and he's going to go... Ah. You could just say the pussy-eating gesture, Joel. He's doing the pussy-eating gesture. There Thank you, go. you, Joel. All right. Around you guys, the woods are thick. The road kind of leads up. and But this uh, this cabin is completely in the middle of the woods. You're not able to see any signs of civilization from here. Bullcut Mountain is just in your range. It's a totally beautiful view. But you guys are in a little bit of a forest here right in front of it. It was a long car trip over here. It took all day. You guys aren't exactly sure you know, how far or whatnot and things like that. But it is a very beautiful scene you guys are in right now. And uh, Slimy, you're the first one to notice something, or maybe you don't. Go ahead and roll me a perception check regarding smell. Actually, oh, French yeah. Fry, you have advantage on that. So French Fry and uh, uh, Slimy, go ahead and roll for perception real quick. I got a 21. I got a 16. But I'm probably supposed to add something, huh, to that 16. You're both God, able to... T yeah, just look on the cat page for 5e. <laughs> it's just plus he doesn't know, three. He doesn't know what oh, 5e yeah, means, dude. Yeah. So and, I'm looking uh, at 19 Well, I here. linked it. I've linked, I've linked it to him yeah, twice. Yeah, I've, got, I've so. got it pulled up. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> you both are able to notice there is a distinct smell of a different rat nearby. And as the family starts loading up the house and stuff, that's what you, where you guys are at. Damn, it smells like there's a different rat nearby. I don't want to do like anything about I can it stick I don't my, care. Seems like there's someone I can stick my fingers into, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I thought you were married, Slimy. What's that wedding ring? What's that wedding ring on your hand? Oh, they don't not worry about that. He's going he's gonna to pull off the... Uh, he does have a wedding ring. He's going to pull <laughs> off his wedding ring. He's going to put it in his pocket, which is also just his fur. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Slimy is happily married, um, and I'm gonna get on all fours. And what's I'm your wife's name it. again? Misty, Misty the Rat. Slimy she, and her, Misty. Her hair, her hair has been curlers for the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs> Did she chase him with a rolling pin too? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh For when man, he's up yeah. to no good, he comes home late. <laughs> After gambling all night, he comes home smelling he like hangs another out, rat. He hangs out at the bar that Andy Cap hangs out at. 
He, uh, he hangs out uh, at the wrap bar that's in, that's under the garbage can outside of the pizza parlor. <laughs> he smells that rat, and he immediately puts his wedding ring into his fur pocket, <laughs> and he gets on all fours. He starts trying to smell that that rat scent. But yeah, it's it's uh you you start trying to smell it. Are you like tracking it, or what are you doing? Oh, I'm tracking it. All right, yeah, you're able to smell it pretty good, and. Um, you know, all of you can smell, or not smell, but you can hear a little sound of running water. And uh, as you follow the smell, Slimy, you're able to notice that uh, it's kind of coming from an area where um, there is this overlook of this big waterfall where this stream just goes tumbling over these cliffs. And it's a very, very, very steep drop. And yeah, you're able I'm, to smell it to this, like, kind of deck overlook area. I'm going to tell the the gang, like, the other pets uh, who I assume, assume that I know. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go get some tail. <laughs> and um, oh, I, you, Yeah, you guys all hang out together. You guys are all pets. So I assume you would have some form of camaraderie. Yeah, so I'll, I'll invite them. Like, hey, you guys want to have some fun? <laughs> and um, he'll uh, start going after. He won't wait for an answer, but he'll start going towards that, that area where the smell's coming from. All right, yeah. Uh, what are you? What are the rest of you guys doing as Slimy does this? So Zoot is not even going to look at him, and he'll say, uh, "Oh, this is very tiresome. I have more important work to think about." And he's writing in a little notebook, and he's reviewing uh, Marvel movies to put on Letterboxd later. All right, what are you reviewing? Uh, Black what Panther. Movie? What is your criticism of Black Panther? It's the greatest movie ever made. Four stars out of four. Um, it joins the pantheon of other Marvel Cinematic Universe properties, uh, and they really just make the world a better place. All right. Does any any other animals have a cell phone that they'd like to know? <laughs> um, well, I've been like... It's just Memo and Zoot appear to have cell phones. Oh, I'm writing it in a notepad. They're on the family oh, cell okay. phone plan. <laughs> well... Memo's phone is paid for by the company. Right, the dog food company. It's a really smart yeah. decision, honestly. You save like a hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Slimy, he has to get like cricket phones and like burners constantly, <laughs> but he ran out of money, so it's like completely useless right now. Well, also, his wife always gets mad at him. Uh, forgive me for doing a little exposition here, but I feel like I'm allowed to. Of often getting mad at Slimy when a cell phone that she did not know that he owned starts <laughs> ringing. <laughs> and then he Slimy's move is to pretend that it's not his. Yeah, he got reverse pickpocketed. Is yep, what he yep. tells his wife. It's not mine. It's not mine. And she grabs that rolling pin. And those uh, curlers. And she chases and goes me around work. the house, and then uh, things go into like twice uh, the speed, and the Benny Hill theme song plays. While, That's right. While Memo is looking at the market on his phone on his stocks app, he also catches wind of the scent of the rat, and he it can't help at all. He just goes, and like his glasses that he wears when he's looking at his phone fall off because he's barking so hard. Oh, and as you do that, um, I, I got to remember the names. I'm sorry. Slimy. You see something dart off in the distance and run north. Is it a rat? Uh, you're not able. Oh, well, give me a perception check to see if you can make it out. Ooh, I got an 18. Uh, anyone who would have their heads up can make this roll as well. 
My head's up, but I don't feel like rolling. I'm a lazy kid. I'm a lazy kitty cat. I would say memo if you would like to roll, go ahead too. Rolled an 18. All right. You both are able to see what appears to be a rat run away. And oh, yeah, it appears that, that the rat is wearing skinny jeans. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Memo, are so memo barks again. And he like darts after him like <laughs> like like business shirt and like tie like all loose <laughs> and stuff as he's running after him. I think I memo imagine normal, like, like, a normal, I think like, a, like a normal beagle on all fours. The tie going over the shoulder as you run. Yeah. I think yeah. Memo is probably a little bit faster than Slimy, so I'm going to try to grab onto the tie and hoist myself up on his back. That's as so he's cool. going Perfect. For the rat. Do you miss the tie, but then you grab hold of my tail? Give me an acrobatics roll. Ooh, I don't think this is going to go very well. Uh, acrobatics, that's a seven. All right, you grab the tie, your hands immediately slip from it, and you, and Memo just runs over you as you just go tumbling into the ground. His but hands Memo, are st- his hands are too slimy from spitting on them all day because that's what he yeah. does. And why does he do that? He just does. It. He likes being gross. I know. He just He's spits a rat. On his hands. All right, Memo, give me an athletics roll as you start darting after this guy. Uh, I rolled an eight. <laughs> yeah, and he rolled a. All right, you see him dart off into a glen to the north, and he ducks behind a log, and you're about 30 yards away. Okay. I'm just going to keep barking so they can find us, find me, and uh, like how dogs, when they can't get into a place, but they just stand there barking, freaking out because they want to get in there so bad and get oh, that yeah. rat. It's fitting that you're a beagle, man. Those fuckers bark all the time. Yeah, I know. They're good for hunting rats. (laughs) All right, French Fry, let's cut back to you. You hear all this commotion going on. What are you up to? It would be far too easy for me to kill and eat any rat. That's why I prefer to do nothing, because it's not even fun to catch such a weak prey. Uh, Why has French Fry become an anti-hero lately? (laughs) He just talks like an anime character. Again, because Charles was partying hard last night and then sang for five hours. No, no, no. We did another French Fry episode. We just did a French Fry episode this week. And he's so in his own head now. His ego is massive. He won that first Dungeons and Eagles. He used to be like just a cute kitty cat. And now he's like giving speeches about morality. Fame went to his head. Yeah, eating three roses is what did it. When he had two think, roses, he didn't care, but the third one changed him. French fries fur pattern changed to look like Squall's jacket. <laughs> yeah. What are you laying French on, fry French fry? has the griever necklace on that Squall wears. Did oh. you just, like, get off on the dirt road and you're just laying in the dirt now? Um, I found there's a little kitty bed that someone threw to the side of the road. I'm just laying in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, here we go with the loony dude. And there's a big <laughs> spaghetti dinner waiting there for oh, you, too. Oh, right, Charles? Oh, thanks, Branson. I'm glad you put that there. A French fry God starts eating it. the big spaghetti dinner. All right, the spaghetti was poisoned. You died once, so uh, you have eight lives now. Oh. Perhaps I shouldn't have eaten that spaghetti. However, it tasted good, so I don't care. It tasted better than a rat, so I'm glad I didn't chase the rat. Wait, I can't remember. Are are tomatoes poison to cats? They should be poison to anybody. Can make them sick? All right. All right, moving on. (laughs) We're not getting into that. All right, um... And then Zoot, what are you doing when all this commotion is going on? So he hears the commotion and he snaps his little moleskin book closed and sighs 
in a world-weary way and says, Really? I tried to bring some <laughs> culture to these swine, and this is, it's up to me once again to uh, rope everybody in, so he's gonna like hunch his shoulders and walk off in the direction of the barking. Because it's up to him to like, Does you know, he do that slow mind. ape wobble that they do when they're walking? Yeah, uh, sort of skips forward with both arms, like dragging. Uh, the bell on his fez is jingling as he does it. <laughs> he has a fez? A- any adversaries are gonna hear him a mile away. He's a genius. He can outsmart them. All right, Memo, what you're able to see as you start barking is you see a groundhog very, like, lazily with, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, sleepy eyes kind of emerge from a burrow to see what all the commotion's about. And he looks at you, and he kind of, like, shrugs his shoulders up, like, what are you doing, man? He he barks a little bit more, but then he's like, "I don't have time to be chasing it around. You can't be hanging around here so much. I have a me- business meeting to get to. You're in the woods, and you're yelling me. You're yelling at me, saying I can't ha- all, hanging around is all I do, man. Well, I can't help smelling you and wanting to chase after you. And I got a lot of calls to make and emails to fire off. I got a business meeting." That's more important than anything that's going on in your life. Wait, you're chasing me, man? Why? I'm a... I'm a dog. Look well, at it's me. A, it's a I pleasure. Know, I know my shirt probably made you think I was a man, a businessman, but I'm a business dog. And I don't mess around. Not I've with been, any clients or anyone else. I've been sleeping all day, man. You ain't been chasing me, man. Well, I chased a rat in skinny jeans. Oh, there's been a lot of weird animals around here lately, man. I haven't been digging it. You got to be careful, man. And then uh, uh, I would say, Slimy, you're within range to hear all this. And uh, Zoot, you come up on this as well. Hey, where'd that rat go? <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> find out where they bought those jeans. I could use me a pair of those. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Groundhog, I do apologize for my companions as uncouth as they are. Uh, would you be so kind as to direct us to the source of their consternation so that we might end this and I could get back to my work? What's a consternation, man? Oh, so you're one of those types, are you? Well, I don't... Uh, See, this is a valuable use of my time. I'll let you figure it out. But we'd really like to find that rat uh, in this skinny jeans so we can move on with our lives. Hey, is this hairy kid being mean to me, man? He looks at uh, Slimy and, uh, and Memo. Nah, it's just how he talks. Uh, rats are going around. They hide behind logs or whatever. You just, you know, you, I don't get the big deal, man. Hey, none of these rats had curlers in their hair, did they? No, I ain't ever seen nothing like that. Rats with right. curlers? Let's go, let's go. <laughs> Why would a rat want curly hair? A rat's hair is not long enough to curl. That's just, Memo, that's Memo just is not paying attention at all. He's chewing on some grass nearby. An astute observation. Hey, don't, don't eat that grass, man. You're going to throw up, man. I like to do that. All right, well, then I guess you need nothing from me. He just keeps munching, getting grass stains all over his white shirt. Can French Fry the Cat uh, wander over to Memo? Sure. Uh, I see him eating the grass, and I'm like, 
Hey, I just ate this really good spaghetti dinner. I saved a little if you want some. You want a spaghetti? I'm ignoring it. I'm just going to keep chewing on the grass. I'm just going to put the spaghetti right there.